1: Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply it was like crazy when I got the call from my agent and he was like all right you got it what do you want to do and I was like let's go because the show's been around for 40 years and so now I am the I believe the sixth black woman in the 40 years of the existence of the show to play the role on top of just like being the next person to step into like some very large shoes that I have had to fill and others before me have had to fill.
0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with clients in over 20 Broadway shows and across the country on national tours, regional stages and collegiate stages and internationally on the West End and in Australia. If you need some help marrying your fitness together uh, during your theatrical pursuits. We are the ones for you. So go to billforthestage.com and we'd be happy to hook it up. Special thanks to BPN. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right, let's get to our guest. Special guest as always, touring the country on the road with Cats the musical playing Grizabella. Please welcome Taylor Harris. We're both in the the great con- controversial state of Florida right now. Um, I'm down in Miami and Taylor is in uh, West Palm beach, right? West Palm. Yes. West Palm beach. All right. And how, how have the audiences been treating you so far? Have you, have you been uh, doing any shows yet at West Palm?
1: Yeah, so far we've done three shows and it's been really good. We actually had a two show day on Wednesday instead of having a two, another two show day Towards the weekend, I think because the Super Bowl is this Sunday night, so no one's (laughs) going to want to see cats. They're going to want to see football. That sounds about right. (laughs) But I get the evening off, so I can't complain.
0: There you go. Okay, I didn't put that together when you had said two shows on Wednesday. I didn't think, oh, that little Super Bowl thing that America goes crazy (laughs) about. What about what about you? Are you
1: thing out here in this country?
0: Are you a football fan?
1: Um, I am, but none of my teams that I really care about made it to the fo- to the Super Bowl, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm a Pacific Northwest girl, so I love my Seahawks. So I also am like a bicoastal girl who lived in North Carolina for a bit, so I love the Panthers. And then my dad is from New England, so of course I kinda have to like the Patriots. Uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. This being a Broadway theater themed podcast. One of my first questions usually is never, "What is your favorite football team?" But, <laughs> but here, we, here we are. I guess the flow of this conversation has brought us here. So everyone, that's like, all right, get get past this already. We're getting past it. We're going, we're moving on. We're moving
1: on. Oh, <laughs>
0: for sure. <laughs> All right. So how's it been starting the tour in the midst of this pandemic? Was it smooth sailing? What's what's it been like so far being out on the road with cats?
1: It's been exciting. It's been a lot of work because at the end of the day, like us performers out there and those who are listening know that like it looks easy, but it's actually not easy because you're just you have to like maintain your your wellness that's like a big important thing like your body's your instrument but on top of that it's been so much fun getting to know people and of course just travel and not have to pay rent on my end as a working actor for sure but I've, I've been enjoying it it's been really wonderful
0: nice and your your sit-downs in florida have they been like a week long or a couple of days how's it been popping around the state of florida
1: So uh, we've had week-long sit-ins in Florida. This is our second time coming back. We were in uh, Tampa, Florida in early December, which was nice solely because a lot of us were just craving that sunshine and being outside by the pool, by the water. So it's good to be back again, but be closer to the ocean.
0: What's it like playing such an iconic character like Grisabella?
1: Oh, my gosh. Honestly, man, can I tell you, it was like crazy when I got the call from my agent. And he was like, all right, you got it. What do you want to do? And I was like, let's go, because this show's been around for 40 years. And so now I am the, I believe, the sixth black woman in the 40 years of the existence of the show to play the role on top of just like being the next person to step into like some very large shoes that I have had to fill and others for me have had to fill. So
0: mm.
1: it's been, I've been loving it. It's great.
0: What's that mean to you to be, you said, the sixth black woman to play Grisabella, The sixth? Yes. Yes. Yeah, in 40 years' time. So what does that mean to you, and and has that meant maybe something to others? Have you heard any, like, you know, because we hear a lot about how it inspires other people to see people like them taking on these roles and being on the stage um, where they hope to be, where they hope to be someday.
1: Absolutely. Honestly, it's, again, like such a blessing because representation these days, I cannot stress how important it is and how wonderful it is to do my job. And then when the show is over and we're taking our bows and we get to break the fourth wall, seeing like when I can, other people in the audience, no matter what age, especially little kids who look like me and smiling and just looking up and all going, wow you're you're this you're doing this that means that like years can go years can go by and i can work hard and i can do that as well like there like the door just continues to open and again like there has been such a big push over the past year since covid started for more diversity like better things just in general for everyone as human beings and it's just so wonderful that people of color continue to get more opportunities to do what everyone else has been doing in the daily but like just be in the spotlight and sing these iconic songs like everyone else and have, and like, and take the way for others who look like us who are going to possibly be next one day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, with you being an inspiration to others in the audience, who has been an inspiration for you throughout your career or your pursuit of, of being a, a performer?
1: Audra McDonald is one of my favorite actresses, like still working that woman has just proven that like it doesn't matter what you look like you can still play anything she has done so much work that she puts her blood sweat and tears into and it's so inspiring and I just have looked up to her for as long as I can remember and she's just been a huge inspiration for me like as I continue to step up into this business knowing that like okay this black woman has like won like six Tony awards out of her eight nominations since she first started and she continues to change the game and she's worked in film and television and the list just keeps on going, but she's iconic.
0: Yeah. I think it's a a testament to her professionalism because she's obviously talented, but I think talent only takes you so far, right? And to do what she does on such a consistent basis for so long um, has to just the the you know the proof is in the pudding as far as professionalism and her work ethic to just keep turning up uh, year after year after year.
1: Absolutely, and just kindness goes a long way. Like with how you treat your cast members and how you treat the people who do like even more of the real work backstage, making everyone on stage look amazing with lights, costumes, makeup, everything. It's just kindness goes a long way, and you never know who's going to remember that down the road as you continue to work.
0: Yeah, we have a question that came in uh, from Instagram. That uh, it's from Sydney Winbush. Um, you know Sydney? <laughs> That's
1: my best friend. <laughs> She's Sydney, in L.A.
0: Sydney's in L.A. and uh, <laughs> she asked a handful of questions. This one I'm going to uh, pick out though from the handful. Uh, Sydney asked, "What's your advice to anyone in the industry who's going through a quiet time right now?" Um, So maybe you could even recall personally for you if you had any, quote, unquote, dry spells and and what kept you going or how do you continue to push forward in such a tough career?
1: Um, Sorry, repeat the first half of that question one more time.
0: Yes, she she asked, um, what's your advice to anyone in the industry that's going through a quiet time right now?
1: Yes, if anything, I would say take your time. Do not let the internet rush you. Do not let what others in their journey and where that's taking them make you feel like you are not doing enough because everyone's journey in this industry to reach their goals and get what they, get where they want to be is going to be so different. But at the same time, know that like your work is not going unnoticed. You are valued. You are treasured. You are loved. And you just have to continue to just like push through because we get a lot of no's and those no's can really hurt, especially when we like thought we did so well and we thought this was going to be the big thing. And then yet again, it doesn't happen. And that Mm. heartbreak, that heartbreak is no joke. And I know that so many of us have experienced that and still experience it because this industry and riding the wave of what we call success, like changes, it evolves, like our species And if anything, I would just preach, like, take your time, do things for yourself, like do so much self-care, spending time with yourself, journaling, being outside, um, doing other things that, like, spark joy so you're not so caught up in the nose and just, Mm -hmm. like, the down parts of waiting for that next step up.
0: Yeah, love that. One more Instagram question. Uh, Let's see. This is from... I'm going to guess their name is Briley, B-R-I-L-E-Y. Um, I guess they're going to see the show in Birmingham. Is that coming up soon, maybe?
1: Yes, it is, next week.
0: Yeah, they say they can't wait to see you in Birmingham. They, uh, uh, Briley's asking, what is a favorite moment of yours in the show, in Cats, right now?
1: A favorite moment of mine in the show? Honestly, The Jellicle Ball, because my castmates go in on that dancing. It's a 12-minute number. And I just sit backstage, and I go on, and I crash it for a little bit, and I do my thing. But when I say my cast in this show, they dance, they dance. And that is not easy. They make it look easy, but you can also just tell that they love it. They really give it their all in so many aspects of the show. And it's Mm -hmm. just so inspiring and such an honor to be a part of it and watch them like do their thing and do it well so the devil yeah. is definitely one of my faves because it's just it's so great to watch from the wings and see my and see all my cast and crew just do their thing and tell the story
0: <laughs> um you do your own makeup uh correct for the show yes how how far along okay so secret um i i did cats back in 2009 um, so this is a personal like question from my, from my personal journey. Um, how has your makeup evolved throughout the show or have you done a good job? You know, you, 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 you <laughs> get your, like, you have like your first meeting, right? At rehearsals with oh, your yes. like, makeup tutorial. And
1: you have to videotape then- it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then like a couple of weeks to a month in, you're like, I'm just gonna add this little line here. I'm just gonna I'm just do a little. <laughs> do you, any? Are you sticking by the book, or have you taken some liberties with your with your design on your face?
1: Oh yes. If anything, I'm sticking by the book. Um, fun fact: I do have a lot of experience in working backstage and makeup. I once was a prestige beauty advisor at like an Ulta, even even at a Sephora. So I know how to beat faces. So when it came to learning how to do the cat's makeup, it like the first few tries, it was a lot because it was just like I have a gray shade, a brown shade, an ivory shade and all these brushes to make it precisely like how they want it every single time. So it took me an hour the first few tries just because I'm a I'm a Virgo. We're perfectionists. We can't help it. And then artists who are Virgos, it's another level of, oh, no, this has to be perfect and we're going to make it perfect. But we're human. So those are things you let go. But if anything, like over time, like I remember, by the time we got a month into the project, probably around like Las Vegas, or maybe, or when we, we were in Spokane, Washington, I set a timer and I finished my makeup in thirty-five minutes.
0: Wow, I need yeah. I needed your help back then. I needed your help. Um.
1: <laughs> Lots of practice.
0: <laughs> you you were probably you're you're probably a lot younger than me, so I don't know in two thousand nine if you actually would have been able to help me but you know
1: I, I it, had braces and I was in high school so was, uh, <laughs> <tons of art. laughs>
0: love it love it love it um, so uh, tell us about as a cast you know because in theater the bond of a cast is important and the vibe of a cast is important um, when you're not traveling when you are traveling it's all the more important because they really are your road family, right? Um, how has that been? Just creating those bonds, and how have you been able to mesh as a group through this experience? You know, because like we said before, COVID isn't making this any easier. Um, so, just tell us a little bit about how you all have come together as a group, um, if you have. Maybe, maybe you have drama. I don't know. <laughs> what's uh, What's been What's it been like?
1: I would say overall, like. From the beginning, like, first few days of, like, rehearsal and in the process, everyone was just, like, tight and cool, always getting to talk to new people and just make connections and start to figure out names and faces and, of course, others because this is work. We're very much focused on work and, like, then eventually, like, opened up. But then as we started to travel and get into the routine and just how the the mix of things, like, of course, like, you're human. You want to make friends. You go off into your clicks. You take time for yourself you get back into doing your job and like giving it your all because that's what we're here to do. And the ball, the ball just keeps on rolling. But then I will say as like, of course, like COVID is still happening. And um, there have been some very stressful moments where one person got it and we freaked out, but luckily shout out to the wonder studies and swing nation that come in and they do their job so well and make it so seamless because they are equally as a part of the show as anybody else. Only they know like multiple tracks. So they come in, they save the day, multiple days, and it keeps on going. But like, um, I would say overall, like everyone's just like constantly like showering others with like respect and love and adoration and appreciation for their work. Like, I would say a lot of tours were recently going through a big kind of COVID wave where it hit everyone, including myself. And there were moments where like you saw like our tour and other tours and shows on Broadway having to like, cancel shows and it was just that nerve-wracking feeling of oh my goodness are we all going to lose our jobs long term again and despite that fear despite that and despite COVID still happening now if anything I just really love to see that my cast my crew everyone just still comes together to just like push out just like words of like of like words of calm strength Just like good vibes, just so people feel a bit better while continuing to do what we love. So overall, I would say like from start to finish or actually not start to finish, start to where we're at now, like things have been good. Of course, at the end of the day, like we're all human. We all have our moments but we don't want to be around others or we have a lot of stuff going on that we don't share with everyone, but with our our close-knit people within the tribe to survive and like still just make space for growth and stuff so if anything like that's good i have no complaints
0: yeah nice going back to that theme of uh when i was saying did you stick to the book as far as your makeup design let's talk about your song memory uh one of the most iconic musical theater songs ever um Is your rendition of memory pretty much by the book as what we've been grown accustomed to maybe here? Or do you take any liberties there? How is it to sing memory uh, on a consistent basis to the masses across the country?
1: Um, Well, of course, um, I have to give a huge shout out to my vocal coach, Doug Peck, because he's been keeping my voice in good shape and getting stronger and helping me discover just like, great techniques little things to alter vocally just for longevity of this tour since my tour does not end till june and in my hometown which is exciting but um with memory i would say it's very like straight to the book i have um with the help of brian taylor who is the main music coordinator and jonathan Gorst, who's our um ongoing conductor for the tour like we worked a lot with phrasing and press and vibrato and what they wanted to hear and what they wanted to say and what i could also just take liberties vote take liberties with vocally just to make it a bit more modern as like you see a lot more younger 20 something human beings play this role and it sounds a bit more poppy but not too poppy but like if it ever starts to get out of range of what they like to keep with um the song and how they wish to have it done we get notes and we take those notes and you keep singing the song, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty smooth sailing.
0: Cool. All right. And to wrap up our, our conversation here, you just brought up about vocal longevity and we recently started working together um, through bill for the stage and physical longevity and the maintenance of your body, especially on tour when you're um, on the road and then you're, getting settled into a new place and then the food and you don't have your own kitchen, a lot of yada, 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 yada. How has it been for you or what tips or tricks do you might have for people on the road that has helped you with your physical longevity and just maintenance um, of your health?
1: Um, For me to be totally transparent, it's been hard. Um, I am someone who has also just struggled on and off for years with disordered eating issues and um, sometimes it's like not eating enough um, eating too much binge eating I'm someone um, like for as long as I can remember since I was a kid how I handled stress was always through food and I am now like 27 year old me now is finally starting to have more healthier relationships with food without not it without it having to be about know, counting or eating too much or how I look because at the end of the day, like you see, like I love that there's such a more like body diverse campaign coming forward about how everybody's a Broadway. Every, everybody is a Broadway body, but like at the end of the day, like you do what's best for your body when it comes to how you feel and what makes you feel well and what makes you feel good. And I would say like, there's a really like, if anything, the entire cast, we all struggle with that because there are cities where we're like, we go to three cities in one week. And all we got is Chipotle and some place with chicken and fries, which is really good. And that's all you eat for a few days. And you feel sludge. And then you got other days where you're able to go to a grocery store and get some salad bags. Man, all of us, I would say a good handful of us thrive on a good salad bag. <laughs> it's The most veggies we could probably get in one sitting. But then um, for me, I would say now over the past few months, I have a solid system of like um, what I, what I know I can always find in the grocery store, whether it's, um, a salad bag, whether it's fresh fruits, I live for some fresh berries and Greek yogurt and kombucha for my gut health. And then I'll get some canned chicken or tuna to throw into a bag. That's always keeps me full and balanced and not too all like piled up with fiber before I have to get ready for a show. And yeah. if, I'm not going to lie though. Chipotle is also pretty decent when I can find it because you can always just at least Try to control what you get in protein, carbs-wise, and feel satiated.
0: Yeah, no, Chipotle, I mean, a lot of places, there's a, a smart way to do it, for sure. Um, Absolutely. There's a good amount of, amount of Built for the Stage fam on the Cats tour. We'll have to have, like, some uh, nutrition, nutrition conference call on like how to work around this tour life of y'all's.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Shout out to, um, Aiden Pressel, Don Porchado. And I also believe on Indolusio on this, is also with the vote for the stage fam. And they were the ones that sent me over to go, you should give vote for the stage a try. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So here we are. For
0: sure. For sure. Yeah. I just, uh, I got your message last night and was working on, your program edits this morning. So I was excited to get that feedback from you. Um, that was, that was very helpful. So um, yeah. <laughs> that great. All right. That's going to be uh, all the time today, but I wish you the best on this tour. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, everyone that's uh, listening right now, you can find uh, Taylor's website, her Instagram handle, Um, All that stuff that you can do to inquire more about Taylor in the description of this episode. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Uh, Taylor, thanks again. Uh, Everyone that's listening, this is Joe Roscoe on the Broadway Podcast Network. Um, Our guest, Taylor Harris, uh, just joined us on the Cats Tour. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a comment, and we'll see you on the next one. Later.